Yo, the sun don't shine forever, but as long as it's here, then we might as well shine together. Welcome to the College Dropout Podcast. I'm sitting here in Connecticut at the Lost Breed Jib with my man Jay Lev. Yes, sir. Man. Josh Leviton, how you doing, man? Feeling good, bro. How are you? Doing great, man. Yes, doing sir. great. So for the listening audience, when we get here, Josh is a man of his word. He's putting in the work. <laughs> we get here, he's on the Stairmaster, yeah. getting after it. So appreciate you having us, man. Thank you. Yeah, appreciate y'all coming through. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. So right, uh man. so so the Lost Breed. So I've been following you guys for a long time, right? I did your workout program during COVID. And I've been, like, loving your merch and stuff like that for a long time. So, tell me, how to get started? Bro, it's... Yeah, it's probably a story. Yeah, it's, it's crazy, man, because think about it. Like, we started in we started in 2014. Oh, I've been wow. doing this yeah. for a minute. Yeah. Yeah, okay. 10 so, years. 10 years coming up, bro. Yeah, it's crazy. Trip. So, um, yeah, man, just to try to make it as quick as possible, um, I played college basketball. Okay. Um, Where at? You know, uh, Westfield State. Okay. Yeah, um, D3. Um, I knew, you know, because of my height and everything like that and my stature at the time, like I was six feet, bro, 170, right. soaking wet. You know that's all right. That's all right. My height, I couldn't even play basketball <laughs> in general. So, you know, at, least, so, at least you got to college. I yeah. couldn't even play street ball. That, that, that's, that's my thing. You can't even play at LA Fitness. No. <laughs> that's, my, that's my thing, bro, because like even as a kid, I was really like, I was just realistic about it. I'm like, bro, I know I'm not going to the NBA. So with that being said, I'm gonna just make my dream playing college basketball at whatever level it is. Right. So you know, um, started with that, and I was just different, bro. And what I what I mean by different is, you know, I'm up at 5 a.m. You know, before school started, um, getting shots up at the park. You know, what I'm saying it would still be dark outside, and you know, me, I'll wake my homie up like, yo, bro, come with me. That's He'll so rebound fun. for me. You know, what yeah, I'm saying yeah. so. Um, and this was before we had any social media. Like, Instagram wasn't even a thing. Um, Snapchat wasn't a thing. YouTube was just getting started. I, and, like, it was just crazy to think about, bro, because I feel like a lot of people now, they just do shit for the glory of things. Right, for they, the clout? For the clout, yeah. Right. They do things, you know, to be like, oh, my gosh, this person's always working hard, or this right. person's always doing this, and it's just for the perspective of someone else. Right. And, like, me, bro, I was just doing that shit for the love of the game. Like, I had that much love and passion The real shit for happens behind closed doors. Right. Absolutely, man. And, like, you know, like, I was just doing it for the love of the game. And, like, I bring this up because, like, basketball instilled that hard work and dedication in me. Mm. You know, like, even, like, when I went to uh, Westfield and the captains and everybody that was on the team, um, they were like, yo, bro, like, the captain came up to me at the end of the season. He was like, yo, this is the leading scorer, bro. He broke, like, all, di- all types of records at Westfield. He's like, yo, bro, like, I ain't going to lie. Like, you was in the gym more than me. And, like, he was, I never said that to anyone in my life. And I was like, yeah, bro, like, I just love this shit. Wow. Like, yeah. I love I love the grind, you know? Yeah. Um. So, with that being said, that kind of instilled um, the fitness shit. I just mm-hmm. took the same mentality from hooping and playing basketball mm-hmm. and put it into working out. And there was a reason why, because when I was a junior at Westfield, um, I had a tumor in my hip. So really? yeah, yeah. Thank God it was benign. Oh, wow. Thank yeah, God, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So excuse me. Um, yeah, bro. It was it was crazy at the time because I had one surgery on my knee when I first went to the school, but it was very minor. I just tore my meniscus when I was training to get ready uh, in the summertime. Like I slipped on the concrete, so I had to get that. That was my first little surgery, but the recovery time was like three months. It was nothing crazy. So when I came back, you know, we were the season started, and I got right into the rhythm of things and 
everything was cool. So that year, you know, I played a little bit here and there. And then there was one uh, one tournament we went to Florida and coach threw me in, bro. And like I was guarding like the best player on that team. Mm -hmm. And he had like two points the whole game. Nice. You know what I'm saying? So like that was my breakthrough moment for basketball. Mm -hmm. And then from that moment on, like I was in every game, like even the playoffs and shit. And this was my first year of college basketball. So I'm just getting acclimated. I'm like learning plays and learning the system because right. it's much different from high school. You know, you could be the top dog in high school. Once you get to college, bro, everybody's on that kind of level, no matter what division you play. You know, in Westfield, we were tough, Phil. Like, we had a great record. You know what I'm saying? So, what kind of player were you? Were you more of, like, a scrappy, nah, like, hard defender? Or were nah. you, you a three-point shooter? Yeah, for sure, for sure, yeah, bro. You were a shooter? Yeah, definitely a shooter. Yeah. Um, I mean, I like to dribble, bro, and, you know what I'm saying, get crafty. I can um, see that. I yeah, can see yeah, that. Yeah, you yeah. know, I just like to bring, like, my own swag to the game. Um, but, yeah, definitely shooter, for sure. Uh, finally started, you know, being able to dunk once I graduated high school. Let's so, go. that was cool. Um, but, yeah, man, like... So, like, when I had the tumor, bro, and I found out uh, the recovery process was crazy. Mm. So, I had to miss the whole season. And that was the year after my breakthrough year, uh, right? So that sophomore so, year? Yeah, bro. So, like, that year was supposed to be crazy. Like, the level up was yeah, supposed to happen. you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, that was supposed to be nuts, bro. So, I had to miss that season. And um, I was in school, and I was on crutches the whole time, bro. I had to be on crutches for six months. So with that being said, my heart and everything was just broken at the time because mm -hmm. all I knew was basketball. That's all I ever wanted to do. My mom used to ask me, what do you want to do? You know, what what degree? What what what? I don't know. I just want to hoop. Mm -hmm. I just want to hoop, you know, like that's it. And um, you know, whatever fell in the place with that, I was just gonna run with it, you know. So um when I couldn't play anymore, I needed something to turn to. Mm -hmm. And what I turned to was lifting weights. Mm -hmm. You know, me and my roommates and stuff, we would go to the gym. And they would pass me the dumbbells, put them back for me, because remember, I was on crutches. Right. And everybody used to be like, yo, what the fuck? Like, this dude's on crutches. How is he still here? Like, he's here more than me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm on crutches. Like, so, You're just a worker. Yeah, bro. You know, so, like, you know, it's just about the progress, bro. Like, I needed something mm -hmm. to work towards. Like, I needed something to grind for, bro. Like, that feeling that you get when you grind towards something is nothing like that. You know, so that same passion that I had for basketball just turned that into lifting weights and – with that being said, me and Ant got connected. Um, me and Ant went to high school together, by the way. We played on the same high school basketball team. He was just a little younger than me. Okay. So when I was a senior, he was a sophomore. Okay. So, um, yeah, so so I was still, you know, super close with him. When, when I was in college, he would come up and visit me. We'd go to parties and, you know, have fun and shit like that. Um, so, yeah, bro, we just stayed in connection the whole time. And, you know, once I started working out, I would come home and I'd be like, yo, bro, we got to do these workouts, like, like, let's get it, you know, let's yeah. let's transform our bodies, whatever, whatever. So we would, you know, and once I end up graduating, bro, my senior year came around. Um, I, You know, I was in the best shape of my life. I had put on like 15, 20 pounds of muscle. Oh, wow. I was, you know, back dunking again, even after the surgery and all of that shit. Mm -hmm. And mind you, the first doctor that I went to, he told me that there was a possibility I wouldn't be able to run, jump, or play ever again. Oh, forget it. Right. So, it, bro, this was like an extensive thing. Like, they had to literally go dislocate my hip, take the whole tumor out, and Damn. put my hip back together. Yeah, but he said that, and you were like, fuck that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, you know, me and my parents were like, wait, hold on a second. 
So we end up getting a second opinion. And I went to a doctor out in New Haven and he had a different procedure that he he wanted to try. Yeah. So I was like, all right, cool. Let's let's run with this one. Mm -hmm. And, you know, thank God everything worked out. But, yeah, bro, my senior year came back. Best shape of my life. Um, I was feeling great, you know. Um, super dedicated to the gym, bro. I would work out before practice or like before a game, bro. Like I'm talking like a real wow. fucking workout, like real, like the workouts we be doing. Damn, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, I was just, I was, I was in a different mindset. You know, I'm like, bro, yeah, like, like a chip on your shoulder. Yeah, for real. And like the gym just meant so much to me because it, it saved me. Mm. It was, it was a safe place for me. Like I was able to turn to that, and it, it, it took me in, bro. When I needed something, absolutely. You know, it was like, bro, I got you. Like, yeah. just, just come with me. You know what I'm saying? So it filled that void for me. Um, and then wow. yeah, bro. So Powerful. once, yeah, for real. Yeah. So when I graduated, you know, I came back home. Me and Aunt tapped in, and we were like, yo, bro, like, you know, we're working out every day at LA Fitness. Like, um, we always wanted to start a clothing line. Back in college, that was my main goal. Like, as I began to graduate like I, I saw what Nipsey was doing mm. you know I saw Nip in concert and you know I, I, I really admired, you were a yeah. fan from day one yeah yeah, yeah bro I'm I love Nipsey Hustle. I used yeah. to hit 50 cent Nipsey Hustle was yeah. when I was first starting my career that's right. all I uh, the victory lap on repeat yeah that's literally grind, that's grind yeah. mode bro yeah, so absolutely you know I liked what he was doing with his clothing line and I'm like bro like I don't want to marathon wear Yes, bro. I'm, yeah. I don't want to wear Nike anymore. I don't want to wear Adidas. I don't want to wear any of these brands. I want to wear my own shit. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just coming up in high school, bro, and always, like, you know, being tapped into fashion, you know, and always, you know, loving shopping and all of that type of shit and on that side of the, of the world, bro. Like, I just felt like that was my calling, in a sense, to start the clothing line. But not just any clothing line. To have a clothing line that means something. So when you wear something, it's like, yo, like, I know what I'm representing when I wear this. Mm. You know, it's, it's a deeper meaning behind Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Yeah, so, um, yeah, man, and, you know, we just kept the workouts going, and we were super consistent, and people would gravitate towards that. They're like, yo, you guys are always in here, man. I see y'all in here. Like, what are you guys trying to do? You know, we have, we'll have a Lost Breed tee on or so something. So did you just start yeah. designing, like, by yourself? Or did you have, yeah, like, we a just, designer? Nah, like, we just we just started, bro. Just like, yeah, on customink.com, yeah, throw the Lost Breed shit. on there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just pick a font, throw it on there, bro. Yes. We changed logos a couple of times. Like, it, it was a journey, man. But um, yeah. you guys were just working out at LA Fitness. Just working out at LA Fitness and playing ball there. Do you guys have courts? Yeah, 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 yeah. We were playing ball, but like yeah. I, I kind of fell back from it. Like after I graduated, bro, I fell back from basketball. Like I stopped watching it. You really? know what I'm saying? Yeah, everything, everything. Mm-hmm. I just was like super into working out, and I was I was hurt by the game. You know what I'm saying? Because I put so much time and so much effort into it, and it didn't come. Like nothing came from it. Yeah, you know. So I w- I was so hurt, bro, and like just. I had such a bad relationship with my college coach and he put me like in a dark place. Really? You know, yeah, hell yeah, bro. Because I'm like, yo, like I'm doing everything I got to do and it's not being and he rewarded. would start you or something like yeah, that? Yeah, bro. I, bro, my senior year, I ended up quitting seven games into the wow. season. We, we went to, we went to, uh, I'm a senior, mind you, bro. We went, we had a game, um, in Middletown. It was the only game we ever had in Connecticut. My parents, my homies, everybody came Everyone's to the game. Everyone's going to come, yeah. Everybody. Oh, that hurt. that hurts. Everybody that was hurts. there, bro, just waiting. And I'm just on the sideline the whole time, bro, right on the bench. I'm like, yo, I'm Bullshit. in the best shape of my life. Uh, you know what I'm saying, bro? I'm killing dudes in practice. I'm doing what – I'm in the gym more than everybody. Like, And it's just there was no answer for it. Yeah. So mm-hmm. after that, that shit kind of just fucked me up, yo, and it, it left a sour taste in my mouth. So I was like, bro, I'm done with this shit. Right. The next uh, the next game, we had, like, a game all the way in Vermont. I was like, bro, I'm not going all the way out there to sit the fucking bench. Yeah. You know, no, so absolutely. I just end up quitting, Yeah, wasting bro. your time. Yeah, and, like, 
I don't want to put this out there and be like, yo, quitting is the right thing to do because I would never even have, like when I have a son or a daughter or whatever, like I'm not going to let them quit things, sure. you know, but it was breaking me down. Mm-hmm. Like I'm talking like after every practice and every game, like I'm going back to the dorm crying yeah. because I'm just lost. I don't know what to do. And this is my only passion and my only love. Right. And you're putting all that work yeah, into bro. it and nothing's coming yo, from nothing's it. Nothing's coming And even from the it. best players like, Josh, you're, you're in the gym all the time. Bro, it was and crazy. He, he probably didn't get what the coach was doing. Right, right. Yeah. You know, and, and the coach wasn't – he wasn't receptive to anything either. Like, if I try to talk to him or whatever, bro, he was – he just had his mind made up. And, you know, like, I hate to throw the politics shit in there, but right. they have their players that they stick to, and that's that. Right. You know, so I That's just, just such a shitty feeling when yeah. you're putting in the work and right. it's just – you could even approach coach like, hey, coach, what can I do after practice? And he's just – not receptive. Right, it's exactly. Just, there's nothing you can do in that situation. I guess so the other there. angle is that kind of probably put a chip on your shoulder yeah. and made you build, you know, nah, for what sure. you built today. Yeah, so that was the thing, bro. Like, all that shit that was happening, all those emotions, everything that was attached to that, it just went into the brand. It mm. went into working out. It went into mm. trying to motivate and inspire and, and build a, a brand, bro. A long, a, fueled a, that fire. Yeah, hell yeah. Fueled that fire, absolutely. So that's kind of how the shit started. You know, it's funny. <laughs> you guys really did build a big brand. I mean, you have a yeah. huge following. Yeah. Um, I just put a tag up on the way here and tagged Lost Breed. I had yeah. like four people DM me. They're like, oh, shit, you're, sh- you're shooting with yeah. them. Oh, like, yeah. I've been man. following them for years. Like yeah. random people I'm that's friends absolutely. with. Absolutely. Like, yeah, I was a fan for, for years. That's like love, I said, man. yeah. That's Appreciate cool stuff. Yeah, that's cool stuff. Yeah, bro. Sure. Really cool. So so you guys started going viral and shit. How'd you handle that? Like when you start like like your videos are now getting a lot of views. I yeah. mean, or you were were you just always super popular? Nah, I mean I mean Ant like he always had a uh, like an amazing athletic ability. Like right. some crazy. Yeah, you guys shit. could jump like fucking yeah, yeah, crazy. Yeah. Him, bro. It's him. <laughs> I was watching it's some him. of those videos. No, it's wild. Yeah, yeah. No, it's no, him. I was watching yeah. some videos the other night before yeah, we came. Nah, it was it was him, bro. It was, you know it was him. Like, they're shredded too. Like yeah, shredded, yeah, shredded. Bro, we just used to do crazy shit. Yeah, you know. And so like in the beginning, like a lot of ants videos were going viral. A lot of the jump videos, and that right. helped us build like this crazy foundation. Right. And um, we we tapped in. There was a, a woman that used to work out at the LA Fitness we went to. Her name was Lauren Drain, and at the time. She had like millions of followers, and okay. this yeah, like this was like, I'm talking 2015, 2016. She was like an Instagram model. She was an Instagram right. model, and at the time, this wasn't even common. Like nobody was really doing this, especially around here. Right. Like if you were in LA or something, hell yeah, yeah. but not in CT. Right. So we made like a couple videos with her, Perfect. and she would tag us and Smart. this, this, and that, and boom, like it started, it started catching. Interesting. And then Ant's video, like a lot of the jump videos and shit that he was doing, started catching the vending machine, like fucking jumping over all these boxes, right. jumping over yeah, people, yeah. whatever the case may be. So that was like the initial like building of like you said the the viral videos and shit. As we went on, we started doing the ad punching. We he started mm. slamming, you know, pumpkins and watermelons and all of that and shit. And at this time are you selling merch at this point? At this time, yeah, we're selling so merch. So that probably skyrocketed the For merch sure. business. So as in the well. beginning when the when the uh when the jumps and shit were going viral, that was more building the brand. We yeah. didn't really have merch and shit at okay. the time. Um, so like then once our videos started going viral on a more consistent basis, like we were getting posted on World Star, House of Highlights, Bleacher Report, yeah. ESPN. I'm oh, talking wow. like every month, bro, like at least one video. And then we would have merch. So like you said, it, the traction would, would definitely, yeah. you know what I'm saying, it would sure. follow up. Sure. So yeah, that was super helpful, man. But like in terms of handling the viralness or whatever of the videos, like it was never anything crazy. We always remained humble. Right. And um, we always like we're like, all right, what's next? 
All right, what's next? We never got caught up in the moment. It's exciting, too, yeah. probably, you know, starting to build that up. Yeah, for sure, bro. And it's like people would text us, like, yo, I just saw y'all on ESPN. Yo, like, boom, did y'all <laughs> see this? No, for real, for real. Like, I'm serious. Yeah, I And, like, you. we would be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was never enough because that shit doesn't matter in the grand scheme of things. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's cool to have people, like, you know, follow and, you know, follow along with the brand. But at the same time, those followers and shit, it doesn't mean anything if you're not doing anything with it. Right. You know what I'm saying? If you're not making an impact or leaving an impact, leaving a legacy, if you're not motivating or inspiring somebody from these videos or whatever the case may be, then it doesn't mean anything because it's just like a microwave. You heat that shit up, bro, and then it's, it's done. There's no, you know, there's no long-term effect from it. Interesting. So, I like that. Where'd yeah. you get such a good head on your shoulders? I mean, I know you're a God-first guy. Yeah, You remain sure. humble and success. Where'd you get the... Was it like your parents raising you the right way? Yeah, you know? absolutely, man. Like, I mean, my mom is a, is a very special woman. You know, like, she definitely uh, instilled a lot of positivity in me and um, just morals, I would say. Right. My dad is crazy. <laughs> he's the craziest <laughs> dude I ever, I ever met, bro. But... He's a fucking, he's been working out for 30 years I've now. I've seen him in your videos before. Yeah, yeah. yeah I've so, seen him in there, yeah. So he blessed me with, with amazing genetics, man. You know, uh, an amazing metabolism and shit. So I, I'm grateful for that for sure. And I have a close relationship with him. Um, my stepdad basically raised me. Um, right. You know, he helped put me through college. And, you know, he helped me with so many different things, man. So um, my mom and my stepdad, bro, like them two together, um, they definitely helped me you know get this head on my shoulders my grandparents my grandfather is a deacon or he was he retired now wow. okay yeah so you and know. deacons are not like priests they're yeah, they, yeah, yeah. they live a life like they right 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 my, right. my buddy is right. friends with a deacon and he sends a message he's like you believe this guy sent me that he's a deacon you know yeah. so they're they're real people yeah right, you know right, so right. they're more relatable than a for priest sure. you know for sure for sure yeah because yeah. the priest is kind of extreme you know exactly like but yeah. um I mean, I don't know, bro. That's more on like the Catholic side. Like as I get, like as I got older and and stuff like that. Like the Catholic stuff, it was cool. It built, it set the foundation. Um, but like I'm more leaning to, I lean towards like Christianity. You know, it's mm -hmm. more like I feel like it's me more too. open, it's more free. That's funny you say um, that. Yeah, me too. Because I was I was raised Catholic, went right. to Catholic school and stuff like that. But yep, yep. as I got older, I I leaned more towards like the non-denominational yeah, Christian yeah, stuff. Yeah, exactly. Just because it was more more chill, like For more sure. like like the music was cool. You know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it wasn't no, just, it wasn't like choir organs yeah, like in the back. It I wasn't. Know. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, nah, for sure. Yeah. And it's, it's like just. I feel like everything in the in the in the sorry the Catholic Church is so structured. Right. You know everything is so like. I guess that's like I'm so raised tight. Roman Catholic too, and I guess that's part of the reason I feel like I can never get behind it, which yeah. is because it, you know, yeah, the values and everything are there, but right. it's also like it just you know it feels like you're kind of like sucked into this pattern of yeah yeah you know for sure. Hogan became a Christian because of the music, for the record. <laughs> yeah right. <laughs> like, Yo, I like this. <laughs> this slaps right, right here. Right. Yeah, I'm getting tears in my eyes listening to it. I'm yeah. like, man, I can't be a good person now. <laughs> nah, but um. But so let me ask you a question. So when you because you were talking about kind of like fulfillment, you know, yeah. like helping other people yeah. when you started to achieve success, because I know when I'm, and not that I'm anywhere yet, but I know when I started to like get checks that I was working for for a while mm -hmm. that I almost felt like I didn't deserve it, you know, and it was a, it was a strange feeling. I remember holding a $17,000 check and feeling miserable because I was all I was doing was working and I wasn't fulfilling myself at all. I was 300 pounds at the time. Mm -hmm. You know, so I see that you're chasing that fulfillment and seeking to give back and help other people. Like yeah. when you started going viral and started seeing ESPN on there and stuff, yeah. like did you feel 
any type of way about that? Like, did you feel like, or were you just like, I'm born for this, I can handle it? Nah, I didn't feel any type of way about it, bro, honestly, because I just looked at my circumstance. Like, I, I, was, I was driving a Honda Accord. You know what I'm saying, bro? I'm not, like, I'm getting posted on these sites and people are, like, giving me the glory and all of this shit. And I'm like, bro, but, like, I'm living at my mom's house. Right. You know what I'm saying? I'm driving <laughs> yeah, a Honda, yeah. bro. Like, yeah. this ain't people from the outside looking in. They're like, yo, they must be rich or they must be. Nah, man. Like, we was really going through it at the time. Yeah. You know? Like, yeah. Yeah. We were, like, we were in the trenches, bro. Like, this I always no say, like, Instagram is fake. Yeah. You know? Absolutely, bro. It's just a perception. It's yeah, all about how you 100%. look. 100%. And the problem with that shit is, bro, we end up comparing ourselves to people and comparisons to mm. killer are all joy mm. so like you know that's one of the main things where we get caught up and that's one of the main things why like i like to be myself and i like to keep it real because i want to let people know that it's not always fairy tales bro it's not sure. always flowers and fucking daisies bro right. like this is real shit we go through real things we go through real emotions real pain you know what I'm saying, Absolutely. bro? And I think people, a big problem with, like, the depression and shit in society today is because yeah. they see, you know, all this fake stuff on Instagram yeah. and whatnot, and they right. think, like, I'm not like them, you know? Yeah. So they, they get down about it. For it, sure. It's all fake, you know? Yeah. Every, everyone's a real person at the end of the day. I've Absolutely. gone through that shit, too. Yeah. I've seen people, I'm like, he's my age, he's further ahead of me, you know, he's and, got a beautiful, you know, like, you yeah. know, so yeah. to feel jealousy. And I'm yeah. sure you a know? lot of those people that you see, they probably go through more shit than half the other people. Yeah. Hell yeah, bro. Everything isn't what it seems, man. And that's just what we got to, you know, we got to realize and like know, that. look, you know, looking forward. But, um, yeah, man, like even with, with the mental health stuff, like it's, it's, it's tough because I feel like it's very trendy too. Like, yeah. you know, all these kids and stuff, bro, they see these people talking about mental health and depression and anxiety, and then they just put themselves in that and they instill it in themselves. You know what I'm saying? And it's just because it's trendy. They want to feel those emotions and be like everybody else. Yep. So they're just like, yo, I am too. Yeah. You know, and then little by little, they're just bringing that to fruition. They're manifesting that on their own life. You know, but... Your mindset is everything. If you tell yeah. yourself you have anxiety... That's you, what I'm you're saying. You're going to have anxiety. If you exactly. tell yourself, oh, I'm depressed, I'm sad, you're going to be sad. Right. You know, and a lot of... And they're, and they're pushing that, not to get too political, but they're pushing that, mm -hmm. right? And they're, and they're saying, you know... Get on this pill. Take this pill for your anxiety. Take this yeah. pill for your depression. Instead of saying, "Why don't you eat whole foods? Fast. Get in the gym." gym yeah, you know what I mean. For sure, for sure. Yeah, bro. No, absolutely. Um, and yeah, like if someone is going through it, you know, and and like I would love to help them. And I tell people mm. that all the time. I'll be like, "Yo, bro, if you're going through something, bro, just send me a message, and we can we can chop it up." Like, there's many times where. You know, someone has hit me up like, yo, bro, like, I'm really down right now. I'm depressed. I'm I'm overweight. My girl just left me. Whatever whatever mm -hmm. the case may be. And I'll send them voice messages, bro, just trying to put life back into them or just, you know, give them something to look forward to or some sort of inspiration, some sort of spark, bro, that they could take and, you know, be like, yo, let's get it. Like, I'm ready. I'm ready to turn up now. That's you pretty know? cool because I'm sure yeah. a lot of people that have clout or a couple hundred thousand followers wouldn't be willing to take the time to do that yeah. so the fact that you are is it's it says a lot yeah bro the, the the followers man i can't stress this shit enough bro like followers uh verify check whatever whatever it is that shit means nothing mm. like i say that from the bottom of my heart bro it really means nothing because like again if you're not using it in the right way it doesn't mean anything, bro. It's not going to last long. Like, it, you may get to where you want to get to fast, but when you get there, you're not going to feel fulfilled. You know, it's not going to do anything Absolutely. for you. You're going to be like, yo, bro, what, all right, what's next? What's yeah. next? It's just like trying to hop on the next trend. You know, it's just so corny to me, man. And a lot of these people, like we talked about, 
you know, you may think, yo, they must be loaded. They must be rich. They must live the best life. They probably going through more shit than anybody. They might be depressed. They might be whatever the case may be, but they have to put on that front on Instagram for everybody else and act like everything is cool. You know, it's like, you know, the ultimate form of strength, bro, is vulnerability. You know, and that's why I like like to be open and and express myself. And that's why I make music, you know, because I could be vulnerable in the music. I could tell my story. I could whatever I need to do. You know, there's times where I'll go on my story, bro, and I'll be so passionate about what I'm saying. I'll be I'll start tearing up or some shit Mm. and other people, you know, they wouldn't want to post that or, you know, like I'm I'm going to share whatever I can with you all today, you know, and be open. Like even if it's, you know, even if it's like. Like some deep shit, you know what I'm saying, bro. Absolutely. I'm not. I'm not afraid to share shit, bro. Like I'm here to be vulnerable. I want people to to know that it's okay. It's okay to not be okay too. Mm-hmm. You don't gotta be a macho man all the time, bro. Mm-hmm. Like it's cool. You know? I mean, I mean, you're a real one for yeah, that. Yeah, so. for real. Yeah, definitely. Real one is is a perfect word for that. And that music is probably such a great way to express yourself. Yeah, I mean, yeah. bro. Like the reason why I started making music is because I was in that situation. I was depressed. You know, I was I was going through a tough time, bro. Like the darkest, one of the darkest times that I've been through. Um, and I needed something to turn to because the gym wasn't doing it for me anymore. Mm-hmm. So like, I remember times, you know, I would be working out, and this was when we had our our other gym. <clears throat> excuse me, but um, I'll be t- there'll be times where I'm working out, and bro, I would have to leave. I would just leave the gym, bro, and I would go, and I would, we had this little path by the gym, and I would go, and I would just walk down the path and just, like, try to recollect my thoughts, and I would just pray. And um, it was just, bro, I was just in a dark place. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I was yeah, just, you were in a funk. Yeah, bro. Yeah. I was, it was dark, bro. I felt like somebody did voodoo on me or some shit. Yeah, you had the and cloud I, over you. Yeah, and, yep. and I know a lot of that was due to the fact of me trying to people please and, you know, me not expressing myself and not communicating things when I felt the type of way. Mm-hmm. And um, I know all of that shit just piled up on me so much, bro, and it just exploded. And that was it, man. So um, I was able to find music. I started off just by journaling. You know, I would journal. I've done that, and yeah. that really does help. Yeah, it does. When you're, like, even if you're feeling, like, like overwhelmed with anxiety, if you just start putting it out on the – it does. I've, I've done that before. Yeah, nah, for sure. Yeah. Started off journaling, bro, and um, I would just talk about my day. If I had a good day, I would write it down. If I had a bad day, I would write it down. But the importance of writing down the good days is to look back because when you have a bad day, you know, you could have 30 good days in between, and when you have that next bad day – that's all you focus on because, like, we're trained to always focus on the negative. You know, we always look for the negative in all situations, majority of us, you know. Yeah, no, That's sure. just how our brains kind of sure. work. Yeah, survival. So, yeah, bro. Yeah. So. I mean, think about how many times in our life we were in a situation that sucked and we're like, this is, like, the worst thing that yeah, could ever happen. But, like, sure. we always get through it, you yeah, know. Yeah, but it's hard to look ahead when you're in that situation and you found healthy ways to channel that, it sounds like, through yeah. music, through the gym. No, nah, for sure, bro. Like, and, yeah, I, I say that to say, like, when when you have all these, you know, these negative days, right, when you're able to look back on the good days, you can be like, oh, shit, bro, like, this was a great day. Like, I, I like you can be like, yo, I've been going through this negative shit or I've been feeling depressed for two years now, boom, boom. But then when you look back and you see the good days, it's like, oh, nah, it hasn't been that long. Like, I've actually had great days. And it's just a constant reminder, bro, to, like, not get stuck in that mindset or stuck in that hole, you mm-hmm. know. So, um, yeah, I would do that, and I just kind of started rhyming with it, 
at one point. Yeah. You know, like just writing shit down. Like, okay, boom, So boom. you're used to this. That's why I see you have the, the headphone yeah. a little. So, so you, you know what this is all about <laughs> right here. This is not new to Jay Love. <laughs> yeah, that's, you know, that's just where the name came from, you know, just making music and stuff. But like we talked about before we hopped on here, like I've always been a music fan, like super tapped into music, bro. Like even as a kid and just loving that shit so much. So I felt like it was only right. I think it's hard for a lot of people to, like, actually chase their passions and they focus too much on, like, what's going to make me a lot of money and not yeah. what they really love. Because I think if you're good enough in anything and you love it enough, like, mm-hmm. you can make money doing anything. You know, right. I think chasing what actually fulfills you is what obviously what you're doing between the gym and music and yeah, yeah. all that stuff. Yeah. And it's working for you. And just not not even on purpose necessarily. You're just doing what you love and it's yeah. it's working. So it's Jay Love on Spotify? Yeah. I'm going to check it out. I'm going to check it out. All right, cool. We're, yeah, bro, you think he's joking we're, we're, around? We're bumping that shit on the way home. <laughs> Absolutely. We're bumping that shit on the way home. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Well, Jay Love in the gym. And I got to <laughs> say, bro, a lot of props to you because I'm a guy, honestly, that I never want to show weakness. Mm. I never want to show it. No, yeah, you're inspiring me it, to want to, like, be more vulnerable. Be a little vulnerable, yeah, yeah, you know? Yeah. It, yeah. And, and sure. a lot of times I would bury that with, with a bottle. With all kinds of things, you know, because yeah. I just never wanted to show people like, look, I'm feeling anxiety right mm. now. I feel I am sad. Mm-hmm. You know, I never wanted to show that. Right. And you being like some six foot jack dude saying like, look, I've been through shit. Bro, I think the biggest takeaway is like a lot of other people that don't show it, like when they hear you say it, yeah. they're also going through it. And it's like, holy shit, you know, I'm not the only one. Yeah. So that's what makes people relate to you and probably helps a lot of people indirectly, too. Nah, for sure, bro. Like I say, the, the weights and shit is cool, bro. You can lift 315, 405, all, all props to you. But if you can't get real with yourself, if you can't look yourself in the mirror and, and fight those demons that you need to fight, bro, and you're just, like you said, burying it down or trying to mm-hmm. find something something to supplement it with, you know what I'm saying? Like, then that that's, again, vulnerability is the ultimate form of strength. So, you know, like, we can always use different things, bro, to try to supplement shit, but at a certain point, you have to sit down with yourself and be like, really go through it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got to sit down and be like, yo, bro, because you can just keep doing that, all right, but how far can you get? I mean, it, be, being good here is important, but you got to be good yeah, here and in here. Yeah, you know, I mean, not, like, then what do you when, really it came, when it came down to basketball, they said it's 80% mental, 20% physical, mm. you know? So, like, that's just with life also. They say the same shit as a wrestler. They say yeah, very similar things. Exactly, so. bro. Like that, Wrestling was almost not, all mental. That's what I'm saying, bro. <laughs> they're not saying that shit for no reason. Like, yep. that's real. Yep. Like, that's real. So, it's like, I feel like attacking that side of things first is great because, again, like you said, you'll grab a bottle maybe, right, because you didn't want to show your your weakness or anxiety. But now it's crazy, right? Like It's, it's hard to explain, right, because people are going to get this twisted. But people are using the bottle or whatever it is as the gym. They're, yeah. they're overindulging in the gym because they can't face what they need to face. Interesting. You know okay, what I'm so, saying? So they're taking that the gym to fill the void to the yes, next level. Yes. But the gym is not the only like, Exactly. The gym can't be your only thing. Can't be the only thing. Yeah. It can't be the only thing that you choose, bro. Again, you have to go home with yourself at the end of the day. Absolutely. It's cool to escape when we we all have an escape, bro. Yeah. When, at first it was basketball, now it's the gym, right? Yeah. It's an escape. When you come in here, you don't really think about the shit that you gotta do. It's your free time. You get to connect with yourself. Right. Self love, right? Show yourself love whatever the case may be but at the end of the day you have to go home with yourself you gotta look yourself in the mirror you gotta dip when them demons start talking again Mm. when that devil hits your shoulder again when you leave them fucking doors bro what you gonna do 
Mm. You that's what I'm saying. You have to attack that first. Interesting. And you, you know? did that through music, basically. I did that through music, bro. I did that through therapy. I still go to therapy now. Good for you, man. Yeah, hell yeah, bro. Um, so music therapy, um, just you're you know, a health. You're a healthy real. guy, like physically and mentally. Like you're yeah. all about the health. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, mad. You know, conversations with my girl. She helped me through a lot. You know, she's a therapist herself. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah, yeah. and she, you know, she's she's helped me tremendously. You know, um, just with mindset things and putting things into perspective. Um, so yeah, bro, I would say all of that. I mean, I, I did yoga. I, I do meditation, bro. Like everything that wow. you could think of, like <laughs> I tried it or I do it, you know, like everything on the positive side. Are you a very like regimented guy? Like do you wake up the same time every day? You going to bed early or you kind of just go with the flow? Like what's so, like, your routine like? For sure. Uh, so before I started this bodybuilding journey, um, by the way, I'm like, Three weeks out from my first show ever. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, awesome. yeah, yeah. So I'm good luck, I'm, man. Thank good you, luck. Bro. That's why y'all see me doing the cardio yeah, and shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Grinding and late the night. Food, that's why yeah. you're like, yo, post workout. I'm like, I got. You don't need eat. carbs when you got the spirit of God in you. I heard you no, say that. that. Yeah, yeah, bro. Yeah. I, I lo- I've been saying that to myself every day. <laughs> yo, I've been screaming you. that shit in my house actually. <laughs> yo, bro, I'm telling you, man. But dog, yo. Yeah. So, um, before the bodybuilding prep or whatever. I would kind of just go with the flow. Like there will be times where I would be super, like like you said, super strict or super regimented. Um, but like there would be other times where I'll be like, "Yo, bro, I'm about to just you know wake up whenever I wake up and then do the shit that I got to do." But like um, since I started this bodybuilding journey, like bro, it's got me super focused, like laser beam focused. Like like you said, I'm up at the same time. Um, you know, I'm doing my meditation after I, after I wake up, I'm doing my fasted cardio. Mm. Um, I'm always staying a step ahead when it comes to meal prep and cleaning and shit like that, bro. I'm doing dishes like fucking three times a day. Yeah. Um, cooking a lot. How do you, cooking how, a lot. How do you yeah. feel like in that zone? Does it feel good? Feel good. Yeah. Dialed. Yeah. Dialed in. You're you kind of like, great. you know, I always hear this and say this a while. You're keeping the promises to yourself. You know, you yeah. yourself, you're like, you're making a commitment to yourself and like yeah. every day that you do that, like you feel like, wow, I did it. You know, and yeah, it's probably bro. a good feeling. Nah, for sure. Bro, and I, I say that shit all the time. Like, made a promise. You know, it's different this when time. When I hit around. the snooze alarm too many times, like I wake up pissed off. I'm yeah. like, shit, I should have got up an hour ago. Right, right, like, right. You know, like think about, I could have been Absolutely. done with the gym now because right. I got up an hour ago, and then you pissed off. Yeah, I mean, time management is everything, especially as we get older. You know, we all got not, the same twenty four. Yeah, yep. Bro, for real. <laughs> and if we're not managing our time well, we're not going to succeed. We're not going to get to where we need to be. Um, and you know, I don't like to like compare myself to other people, so. I know some people, they're like, yo, like, uh, I remember my, my, my friend, he was like, yeah, bro, my friend woke up at four in the morning every day. So I would wake up at three 30. I'm like, that's cool, bro. But like, I don't like to do that. Like right. I like to listen, listen to me and whatever right. like is right for me. That's what I'm going to do. I don't want to be in competition with anybody else. Yeah. So I'm not like one of those people like, yo, bro, it's 4am. Yo, I got to get up. Cause there's other people up right now. Like I did that shit so much when I was playing basketball mm-hmm. and it never brought me happiness and it never brought me peace. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm seeking, you know? And like, so I don't, I don't want to get into all of that shit. Like, yo, bro, this person's up right now. Let me get up. Like, nah, I'm gonna get up. Yeah, you because, drive yourself crazy. Yeah, doing you that. drive. Bro, it's never enough. Yeah, <laughs> it's never enough. There's always someone doing something more. Now you gonna wake up more. at two. Yeah. Now you gonna, wait, now you gonna be up more. for 24 hours. Like, come on, yeah. bro. Fuck as long here. as you're being a better version of yourself yeah. every day, like that's the that's most it, important bro. thing. Get that shit 110 every day, man. And mm-hmm. you know that's all we could ask for. But yeah, bro. Like, like you said, like super locked in, super laser beam focused. Um. 
And it's interesting because a lot of people ask me, they're like, yo, how do you feel? Like, even like sometimes I'll go on my Instagram live when I'm doing cardio and they're like, yo. Yeah, I seen you were just on there. Yeah, yeah. I was just on there. <laughs> yeah. That probably makes the time pass faster, bro, too. I, I need That's, something. It's like a little life hack yeah, right there. I'm telling you, bro. Put yeah. the t-shirt over the thing so you don't look at the time. Going live or whatever, you know, whatever you need to do. And that shit makes the time go by fast. Interesting. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. I was just, it's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, bro. Another another that. hack is this, right? So, like, at nighttime, I'll turn my phone on airplane mode. Because, mm-hmm. you know, I just, the the waves and all of that shit, I just like to try to get some good sleep. And I notice the difference, too, when it's not on airplane mode versus when, it, when it's just regular. Um, I feel like I get better sleep when it's on airplane mode. So, I'll leave, I'll leave it on airplane mode until I get... To the uh to the um to the fucking treadmill, right? Mm-hmm. When I wake up in the morning, I'll leave it on airplane mode until I get on the treadmill. I'll turn it off airplane mode, and then I'll do the shit that I got to do. Wow. By the time I look at the time, it's like twenty minutes has gone. Yeah, because you're checking your text. No, I, like, and everything. I like I like that a lot. That is a great <laughs> idea. <laughs> so you can attack your first, and especially if something if it's something stressful, mm-hmm. you could be you could pump it out on the treadmill. You could just all right. I'm gonna sprint now. Dude, my biggest yeah. my biggest problem <laughs> with like you know I always say oh, like it's hard for me to go to sleep early, but yeah, you know what I'm you know good. what I'm doing after nine o'clock. Yeah, you bro. Know, I'm doing this, you yeah. know, rather than I could just fucking go to sleep for sure and get up at four thirty, five a.m. and yeah. go to the gym. But then I wake up at six thirty and I'm, you know, yeah. I'm tight. And I'm nah, tired too. Yeah, try setting like alarm or something, bro. No, that's just smart. Be like you know, once it hits a certain time, like I'm not going, you know, yeah. what I'm saying go on social phones media off. anymore. Yeah, yeah, you know, phones off, do not disturb, whatever the case may be. Yeah, that no, shit that's helps. Smart man, reading too before bed. That shit always. Helps I do too. read. I do read, read before bed. Yeah. yeah. I listen to audio books right now. Um, my my homie put me on. He's a he's a owner of a huge gym out in Philly. Okay. Um, when we went out there to visit him, he was like, "Yo, bro, this right here is the reason why I am where I am." Like all these books right here, and he was like, "I don't have so much time to sit down and physically read, even though I would like to." So I do audio books when I'm in the car. I don't listen to music. I listen to books, mm-hmm. and I'm like, "Oh shit, I'm taking notes." Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He was like, "Yo, bro, here's my account." There's act you have access to over 200 books. Go like, tap in. What do you have? Audible. Yeah, yeah. yeah I love yeah, Audible. Yeah. I'm yeah. always. I'm always. I shouldn't say always, but I do. I listen to that a lot. The yeah. books. They they change my life. Nah, for sure. I yeah. mean, I'm a lot of times I catch myself either listening to a podcast or yeah. listening to an audio book in the car now, rather than you know music. I mean, sure. music's great. You need your music. Absolutely. But, um, you know, you could you could learn a lot on a you know half hour car ride, hour car ride, even a ten minute car ride. Absolutely, you know? bro. For yeah. sure. I have a quick question. So yeah. I'm interested in getting into. Like, I would love to, like, like we were just saying, like, how sick would it be to own a gym mm-hmm. and just be up, like, so what, what does that process look like, like, w- opening up a gym, like, leasing yeah, yeah, space? Yeah, you didn't start here, right? You like, started with a smaller space? Yeah. Yeah. So talk about how you how you open your first gym and then moved into the bigger one. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so we, we had, we were gifted some gym equipment, bro, mind you. So we moved to Cali. In 2016, we moved oh, to wow. LA. Okay. Yeah, I moved quit. to LA for the yeah, yeah, I yeah. Can because see that. at the time, that was the mecca of fitness. Right now, it's probably Houston or some shit. Maybe but Miami. At the time, yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe, yeah. So when we were coming up, LA was the mecca. So what we wanted to do was insert ourselves in that environment Smart. and just you know see what came about, you know, see what opportunities came. So we moved out there, bro. I quit my job. Aunt had quit his job, and we moved, and we stayed out there for about five, six months. And then um, we end up coming home. On the way home, one of our partners, who's he left the company like last year or two years ago or some shit, his dad gave us a bunch of gym equipment. Mm. So we put it in the U-Haul and drove it back to CT. Um, Hell now, yeah. Yeah, with that being said, it was in storage for about a year. 
And then randomly, like, we found this lady on Facebook who was trying to sublease a space. So she had a space, and then next to her was a vacant space. And, um, you know, we met up with her. We looked at it, and we were like, all right, this is cool. And then she was like, yeah, basically you guys are, like, under my contract, so y'all don't have to, like, you know, get a lawyer or do different types of things. It's all through me. Y'all just pay me type shit. Mm. So we were like, all right, cool. So we put our gym equipment in there, and boom, that was our first gym. You know, um, sounds easier than, you know what I'm saying? I'm just trying to give it the quick version. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, you know, obviously had to pay for a bunch of shit, you know, paint. You probably uh, need, like, crazy insurance and stuff, I'm thinking. Yeah, 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 yeah. Someone hurts himself. You don't want to get insurance. So the thing is, at the time, right, we were just using the gym for ourselves. So we didn't really need anything too crazy. Maybe a couple buddies and stuff. Yeah, just a couple buddies. Like, it wasn't nothing crazy. We didn't didn't plan on having memberships right away. The space was so small. We just needed a place where we could, you know, have our meetings, whatever, store all of our clothes, ship orders, that type of shit. Interesting. Because we had a brand. It It wasn't. Just a gym. Yeah. Right. A lot of people start and they just have just a gym and then they try to build a brand off of that. We did it the other way. Other way. Right. So um, we had that spot. We had it for about a year. Then, like, the year was up and the lady, she was messing up on her side. Like, she was messing up with the landlord or whatever. So we were like, you know what? Before things hit the fan, let's le- let's meet the landlord ourselves so we can, like, establish our own contract. Right. So we met with him. And she was on her way out. We found out a bunch of shit. She wasn't paying all of this bullshit. So she ended up leaving, right? She ended up getting evicted or whatever the case may be. And we took that spot over. So now we had two. We, you know, we were able to make our space bigger. We expanded. Um, and every time we tried to do the membership thing, it never worked out. We were literally about to do it, and then the pandemic hit. Wow. Yeah, like, I'm talking, like, right on the cusp. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Holy shit. Yeah. yeah. So like Talk about having a pivot. Yeah, yeah gyms is gym owners. Oh, my God. Yeah, that must have been a crazy it. time. Yeah, and that was, the, and it's You're crazy. You're gearing up years later to, right. do, to do memberships. <laughs> yeah. In the bucket, then you can't have a gym. That's what I'm saying. So yeah. it was a very interesting time. Um so yeah, man, like we like our like again, our shit was kind of different because we had the brand, so we didn't need to depend on memberships to bring in money for us. You sure, know what you I'm had saying? Revenue coming in, right through the clothes, through workout programs, right. You know, through different videos and shit that we would do. Um, so it was, you know, we just used that space, you know, just for us. And like you said, we would have a couple friends come by and stuff like that. So then, yo, it was crazy. So there was another spot in the back of that one. And then the final third year, we took that spot over. We had that space for three years. So it was like three separate spaces, and we made it into one. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So um, on our final kind of days of that space, um, our our lease or whatever, it was coming down. It was coming to an end. And um, I was in Costa Rica at the time, and um, I think it was the other guy that's not with us anymore. He sent me a message on Instagram. He was like, yo, bro, the gym just flooded. And I'm like, what are you talking about? He was like, they were fixing the roof. They forgot to close it one night, and there's water everywhere. All of our shit's fucked up. I'm like, all your merch, yo, the merch, the equipment, like all the gym equipment was like orange. It had like rust on it from the dirty water from the ceiling. So we were like, yo, what is like this is crazy. Yeah. Um. Now with that being said, the flood or whatever you want to call it, it kind of. Like, I take it as a symbol, right? It's like symbolism. It came in and it washed out all the bullshit that needed to be washed out. The, like I said, the guy that messaged me, he ended up leaving the company shortly after yeah. that. It didn't happen to you. It happened for you. Exactly. Yeah. So, boom, that shit happened. He ended up leaving the company. So now it's just me and Ant. 
Right. You know, which was different for us. You know, we weren't used to that shit, but it was also a blessing in disguise. So then, um, you know, we were able to file an insurance claim. We were able to get some money for, you know, definitely break even for some of the equipment and shit that we had. So, you know, it wasn't a total, total loss, but it definitely was a pivot, like you said. And it definitely caused like a fucking just a, a, a halt to what we had going on. We were so used to having the space and shipping our orders. I had to bring all the clothes to my house and put them in a room, bro, and ship <laughs> orders from there. Yeah. Yo, it was nuts, bro. I had a thousand boxes like all over the fucking <laughs> oh place in like a spare room. You know, uh, like, it was just crazy, Probably bro. gave you an opportunity to, like, kind of fine-tune the business yeah. and everything, though, also, Absolutely. like, kind of pivot a little bit. For sure, bro. And then we were going, like, instead of, bro, we had our own gym for three years. You know, we could go in there, shirts off, whatever time we wanted, play the music as loud so, as we wanted. Now, we're so back sick. in a mainstream gym. Yeah. Like, we're going to Edge, bro, every uh, day. It's like, yo, this is crazy. You can't go back. Once you yeah, have your own gym, yo. you can't be going <laughs> can't back to go LA back. Fitness or Edge. <laughs> yo, we're trying to make videos. They're like, you got can't do that we're like this is fucked up yeah bro yeah you know who i am yo this is ridiculous and like mind you the whole time i'm trying to duck getting the membership because i know they don't let you cancel i'm trying to duck that shit i'm like look i'm trying to explain to them my situation like uh, look man we had a gym we're about to get another one but just in the meantime like i'm like bro you're not trying to lock me into a contract you yeah, know no. so um yeah man you know then uh one day we were working out at edge and we get a call from, like, uh, one of our real estate people, and he was like, yo, you guys are not going to believe this. Like, a crazy opportunity just presented itself. And we're like, what's going on? And he was, this this gym that we're in right now, it was a gym before. And the owner, he he sold, like, all of his locations, and he just wanted out. He was, like, an older guy, gotcha. whatever the case may be. So we were like, would, like, it's that simple? And he was like, yeah, you know, just meet with um the property manager or the landlord, and, you know, you guys can discuss the terms. So we met with him, and he was like, look, just give me this. You know, we'll, we'll bring the owner in, you know, ask him whatever he wants. You guys can purchase the equipment. You can purchase the already Dope. members. You know what I'm saying? And oh, then you can buy the business. The almost. whole business. The turnkey. Whole yeah. Wow. Turnkey. Yeah. So. Wow. So that went from, like, zero to 100. Right. Real quick. Yeah. So the setup, I mean, you obviously did, like, the paint. I mean, this is yeah. the surrounding, what we're sitting in is yeah. dope. But all, like, the benches and stuff, they were already there. Yeah, certain shit was already here, but yeah. we added a lot. Like, we added all of these squat racks. Okay. Bro, this gym was lime. So, everywhere it has black and the paintings right here, everywhere it was lime green. And the where everything yeah, is oof. gray yeah. was yellow. It was crazy, bro. Yeah. The artwork's honestly my favorite part of the place. It's the yeah, artwork here awesome. is... Corey, man. The murals are sick. <laughs> very, Shout out to Corey. Impressive. Yeah, Corey oh, Payne. Oh, is, oh, yeah, Corey, Corey Payne. Payne he's the GOAT, man. Is that one of your boys or just yeah, an artist? Yeah. No, he's an artist. He's an artist. Uh, we went to the same high school. He's oh, a little shit. bit older. Okay. But cool. um, I graduated with his younger brother. Cool to but, keep um, it in the fam. Yeah, bro. He's the Absolutely. GOAT, man. He's the GOAT, dog. I'll tell you right now. Yeah, it's pretty freaking impressive, yeah. dude. I, I, the Deion Sanders caught my yeah. eye immediately. I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan. Yeah, it was it was fire, man, for real. He inspires the shit out of me. Talk about a guy that can get vulnerable. Yeah, Deion. that's what I'm saying, bro. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah, he's awesome. I think he's going to do big things at Colorado. Yeah, for sure, yeah. man. He got, you know, he got God on his side. And, absolutely. You know, he's, he's definitely inspirational. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. So let me ask you, how many members do you have today? Do you know? Um, I don't know the exact number, but it's probably like, Maybe like twenty six hundred or ah, something. Twenty six hundred. That's, yeah, that's yeah, a big yeah. number. Holy that's shit. a big number. But remember, bro, like this gym, their their memberships were ten dollars a month. Yeah. Okay, you know what I'm saying. So yeah. like, it's not, bro. This is the, the the gym before ours was the cheapest gym around. Like, right. It was like, like a Planet Fitness, I guess. So yeah, I'm guessing, bro, I'm guessing even obviously. Planet Fitness prices went up. 
Like yeah. this, yeah. this shit stayed the same, bro. Like through everything. Yeah. Oh like, wow. They don't got any Wonko arm, bro. Here, through all inflation, <laughs> no Wonko no arm. They're the freeway bench. <laughs> Telling you, bro. Inflation, everything went up. This was the only shit that stayed the same. Okay. Just, just so you guys had to raise your prices, I guess. Yeah, we raised our yeah. prices. Did you retain for, a lot of your members. Yeah, and lost a lot of them too. Yeah, because a name gonna, change. That's gonna you know happen. Yeah, for sure. So you know, we just like right now, bro. We just trying to build a new community in here. You know, like it was like a lot of older people. You know what I'm saying? Like when we first came in here before we purchased it, um, they had like elevator music playing, um, super quiet. It just the the lights were totally different. It felt terrible. It felt like you were in the 1980s. Right? Yeah. For real. For real. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, you know, we're just trying to, you know, rebuild a, a, a community, bro, and just start something new. Um, there's not a lot of dope gems in Connecticut. So, you know, that's something that we want to bring to this environment as well. Since we're from here, we want to give people the opportunity when we were young, looking for a dope place to go, right. to go and create content and to be free. Yeah. I like know? that. Yeah. Just get some Instagram models in here. Say, you know, work out for free. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, serious. Good for Real business. Yeah, yeah, man. You got to get him in here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, man. That's man. funny. Yeah. This has been awesome. I mean, uh, you know, Josh, I mean, this this took a very, we wanted to talk business, took a very real turn. I, yeah. appreciate, I appreciate you getting into that. Nah, too. For sure, so bro. as far as the music goes and stuff, like what direction you headed in, you don't do any like live performances. Or I did a couple. Like you have? Really? Oh, that three. must, what kind that of must feel amazing. Yeah, I did one at Toe's Place. My man, my man Serge, he had, um, he had his perform. he opened up for somebody and um, he was like, yo, bro, I want to bring you out for a song. This is my first time ever. And I was like, all right, let's get it. So yeah, we did that, and it it was it was probably one of the most amazing things I've ever felt. Mm, you know, just getting awesome. that feedback from the crowd, and I'm going out there being super vulnerable. They don't, you know, nobody knows who I am, or they don't know my shit. Yeah. You know, and I'm just but trying to see get them vibing with yes, you. That's what I'm saying. Like, that's yo, a cool like, feeling. Yeah, yeah, it was amazing, bro. And then um, my man Casey, the, the he owns the studio that I go to. He's super talented as well. Um, he got booked for a show out in Pennsylvania. And um, so he brought me and Serge with him, you know, and we did like a, we did like 30 songs, you know, he, he, oh, did, wow. yeah, he did a gang of songs, Serge did songs. And then I had my own couple um, by myself. So like, it was crazy, bro. That was like my first time we rehearsed like probably for three weeks. Like this was some real shit, bro. Wow. We wasn't just going on there, like just freestyling shit. Like, nah, bro. Yeah, like yeah. everything was, everything was planned. Everything yeah. was crafted, you know? Um, and yeah, bro, we did that shit, and we were. It was super, super, super fun. Like getting the crowd to engage with you. Like, yo, when I say, whatever y'all yeah. say, like that type that's, of shit. Oh, it was man. crazy. That's cool. And like, I can I'm, only imagine. That's like yeah, stuff you daydream about. That's what I'm saying, bro. Yeah. And like, I'm not that type of person. Like, I'm not the type of person to be like, yo, like, come on and try to get people engaged. Unless like I'm working out or some shit. Yeah. But like on a day to day, like I'm just quiet. Like I stick to myself. Like I'm right. just, you know. So like I just laugh all the time, and I tell my homie Serge, I'm like, bro, like. This is just, like, such a different side of me yeah. that it brings out, you know? But I fuck with it, though, bro. But a bunch of random people who don't know you, don't know your music, Yo, are just real. vibing with you. Exactly. It's and the craziest cool. shit ever, bro, I did I did a performance at Rucker Park. This Ruck, was Rucker Park. Where, where is New that? York. In, that's in the city, right? In the in Harlem? city, yeah. Harlem. Yeah, yeah. yeah, bro. We talking play, like the play Mecca. Play ball there. You can play ball there. Yeah, yeah. yeah, bro. We talking like the Mecca of hip-hop, the Mecca of basketball, that's like, all right. that shit. And um, I did a performance, bro. I did, like, three songs. Right, this was last summer, bro. I was so nervous. 
Oh I was yeah, so nervous. Like any of the other shows, I was nervous for sure. But like that one, well, you in had particular. it. But, but it's Rucker cool Park is something your, serious. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's cool to put you out of your comfort zone a little Bro, bit. Because that's how I took it every yeah, time. Because yeah. you probably after after Rucker Park, you probably felt twice as good as the Absolutely, other shows. Absolutely, for yeah. sure, bro. And it was like, and mind you, I was by myself. Casey wasn't there. Serge wasn't there. It was just me and my girl went. So I was literally alone. Like before, like in uh, Pennsylvania or whatever. Like, we would all be on stage. We all had a microphone. If somebody was going, you know, you would be in the background, you know, trying to get the, if they over here, I'm over here. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Trying to get the crowd involved. Yeah. Or whatever, just bringing the energy, you know? So, like, this time I was by myself. And, like, bro, like, it's just crazy, bro. Like, white boy in the middle of Harlem, bro. Right. Like, we talking. <laughs> I didn't want to say that. I was thinking. Nah, I say yeah. it. I say yeah. it, though, because, bro, like, it's it's hard to get people from New York to respect you. Right. You know, bro? Sure. Like, bro, you got Dave East. You got Jim Jones. You got right. all these motherfuckers right yeah. down the street. Dave East. And, like, he's from there. Yeah. That's what I'm saying, yeah. bro. And they, they always be there. So it's like, bro, like, I'm just coming in here like... Yo, what up, y'all? Like, you feel me? Like, yeah, respect is earned, though, and you learn yeah. that in basketball, and, and it, I'm sure right there, it's, yeah, a couple of your songs are good. All of a sudden, they're nah, like, okay. they was fucking with it though, yeah. bro. Like, even people came up to me after the show. They're like, "Yo, what's your Instagram? All of this shit." But like, and and the thing is, bro, like, I'm not gonna sit here and say like I'm this great rapper and shit, bro. Like bars and shit. I just I just speak real shit. Right. You know, I speak real shit. I speak from the heart. I give that same passion that I come here with. I give it to the music. You know, so like. And, you know, I'm just, again, vulnerable. I'm open, you know, and, and I think people can feel that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that Jay left. Yeah, <laughs> man, that pain, bro. Yeah. Real shit. I love it. So, so my, I think we'll kind of wrap it up. But my last question is, like, you know, anyone that's young and they're trying to build a brand, build a business. Yeah, like that's a what, great question. What could you give to them and, like, what could you tell them, like, that would help them overcome challenges and start out, build right. a brand, build a business? Yeah, man, I would say, like, First, first and foremost, don't get stuck at the starting stage or the brainstorming stage. Like, it's mm. cool to do that. You know, like, get all, you know what I'm saying, bro? Plan everything out, whatever you need Gotta to do. Execute. Don't get stuck there. It's so easy to get stuck there because it's like, yo, what if this happens? Yo, but then we're going to have to do this, this, and this, and this. And it's like, yo, just start. Take yeah. the first step. Once you take the first step, bro, you're going to be straight. You're just going to keep stepping, right? Yeah. Take one brick, put that shit on top of the other. Brick mm. by brick, build brick the foundation. Brick, that's it. Yeah. You know, so it's like people get stuck, bro. Analysis paralysis, that's they get stuck. That's a great piece of advice right there. Analysis yeah. paralysis. Yeah. yeah, exactly. It's so true because there's so many ideas I had. Yeah. And, like, I'll see them now. Like, you know, yeah, like yeah, I had yeah. this idea once that you would put in, like, these portable chargers into your phone. Like, mm. small ones that dispo yeah. the disposable. Mm. They have them now. Mm -hmm. And they have the yeah. charger lockers now and yeah. all that stuff. Like, I had an idea that could have worked. It's like, right. like 10, years, <laughs> yeah, 10 yeah. years ago. And now they kind of executed on that shit. Right. Imagine I did it. Like, exactly. I just, but I just, like, oh, there's so many logistics. How am I going to make it? How nah, am I going to buy sure. it? Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, you just so got to start. Great bro. point. Yeah. Yeah. Stop watching YouTube videos. Don't be a entrepreneur like the one guy Alana said on here. Just get after you gotta it. Execute. Do it. Yeah. You start. Gotta execute, Actually, start. Yeah, so I think that's definitely one thing for sure. Um, second thing. Um, I always tell people all the time, every time they ask me for advice, you know, whether, you know, it's fitness or like you said, a business, I'm like, bro, you got to find your niche and stay consistent. Mm -hmm. Like, don't just start some shit, bro. Be consistent for a month and then be like, ah, it's not working. I'm done. Mm -hmm. Like, bro, you're going to hit roadblocks. You're going to go through trials and tribulations. You're going to go through times where people are not fucking with you or not fucking with your shit. Even your own friends and family might not. Absolutely. You got to keep going. You gotta got to persevere. 
yo, yeah. it's really because I've been through this shit, bro. Too, yeah. Like, yeah, you know, <laughs> I remember selling T-shirts and shit out of the trunk, bro. They're like, begging. They're, like, they're probably like Josh. Like, yeah, what are you doing? You yeah, know? exactly. Yeah. Begging my fucking cousins and my friends and my family to buy one. Yo, it's only t- twenty five bucks, bro. Come on, like. All right, yeah, I got you, man. Like, it's cool. And now look at that. I'm rocking one. Yeah. yeah. Shirt's shirt sick. right here. You yeah, haven't yeah, sold any of these It's not out yet, right? yet, man. This wow. shit ain't even out yet. Yeah. Look at that. Look wow. at that. You know? So, yeah, bro, I say find your niche and stay consistent, bro. Like, that's the biggest thing, especially now in, in, in this era of content. Mm. You got to stay consistent. You know, yeah. like, you can't just post once and think that everything is going to be cool. You got to be on it, bro. You got you to gotta stay in front of their eye, you know? So, um, that's definitely number two. And number three, man, like, not to be religious and all that. I know people probably don't like that shit. I'll be telling people, even on my live, they're like, yo, I'm going through a tough time, whatever, bro. Like, I, I had a rough day. I'm like, bro, you just got to pray. You just got to pray. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's like people probably hear that shit and be like, oh, all right. Like, nah, bro, that shit really works. Mm-hmm. You got to sit there and set intention to your prayer. Don't just don't just generically pray. You know, bro, like, you got to really ask for what you want. You got to really demand it, bro. Like, have a sit down. A conversation, bro. Talk to God about everything that you want, you know, and just let Him know, you know. Don't give Him no other option, bro. Like not on, not I just kind of manifesting it in a way too, manifesting it, bro, yeah. for real. Sure. And like people don't understand that shit. They're like trying to find all these other different answers, and it's like, bro, just start there. Just mm. start there first. Mm. Like once you start there, then we can try other shit. But just start there and build that foundation off of that. I you used know? to be the biggest naysayer of that, and it's so true that you can actually talk things into existence. Bro, like if you actually, if you got to believe it, though, before anyone else it. is going to believe in you. If you don't absolutely. believe it, who else is going to? Exactly, exactly, bro. Yeah. That's a fact. That and, I, a fact. and I live my whole life like that now. I put I put God first yeah. in everything I do. It really did change my life. Yeah. It really and, did. And, and, bro, like, right, we talked about, you know, growing up Catholic and being Christian. Bro, I'm talking any religion. I don't care if you don't believe in God. Even if you just believe bro. in a higher power. Bro, a whatever higher power. Is. You believe in the universe. Just sure. speak that shit out loud. Amen. That's all you need, bro. Like, I had a homie that was Muslim, right? And this shit used to trip me up all the time because I would think to myself, I'm like, yo, when we both, when we both transition, right? Am I going to see him again? He believes in Allah. I believe in Jesus, right? And and you know both whatever both religions say that you know in the, in the afterlife you're not like we're not going to if you're not believing in in that specific person you're not going to connect you're not going to meet each other. Yeah. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like I just always used to think about that and that shit kind of used to fuck me up. So now like when I read books and this you know say it's by like a Buddhist or some shit like that or the, you know like I'm open to all of that. I'm not just like closed off. I'm open to all different religions, bro, and I like taking bits and pieces of what each religion does and applying it to my own life. Some deep you stuff. Know? Yeah, for yeah, real. Really deep stuff. Yeah, yeah, bro. So, like, I, I think that's super important, bro, because you can, you know, you can be super, like, strict about that shit, and that's cool, but you still got to be open at the end of the day, you know, and you still got to be able to, to receive. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I never knock somebody based on their religion. Even my brother. My brother's my tightest dude, you mm-hmm. know? He doesn't believe in God, but he always does the next right thing. Mm. And he's coming around. He'll say, you know, he'll have a couple <laughs> beers. Like, oh, you know, I don't believe. You know, it's not that I don't believe. It's like, you know, yeah, so yeah. he's getting there. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, just, you know, it's just you, you can't judge other people based nah, on, you know. For sure. Yeah, you can't cut people off either for, yeah, for that stuff. Absolutely, bro. And even the people, like, even the people who, some people who, you know, they could go to church the most, but they could be super unfaithful. 
Right, they as soon as they leave the church, bro, they they're not practicing what they what they were preaching when they were in the, in church. They're not doing the things that they need to do. They're they're super fearful, or you know, it's like, bro, why do all of that? Why pray? Why go through all of that if you're not going to come through on the other side? If you're not going to follow up, mm. you know. So like the the church and stuff, like you don't need to go to church. You know, like I was talking to somebody the other day, and he's like, yeah, bro, I need to get back in church. I'm like, bro, you can get back in church, but bro, take some time and just pray. Yeah. Like, you don't need to go to that's church like, to do that's that. That's like going to the gym without dieting. Feel you me? know, like, exactly. what's the point? Exactly, bro. <laughs> like, that's that's just how I feel about it, just, for real. Yeah, start, start with the prayer. Start by holding the door for the old lady. Sure, yeah, start man. doing the next right thing. Yeah, for real. Yeah. You know, energy is real, man. Comes full circle, for sure. Yeah, energy is real, for real. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, so J-Lev, for the listening audience, uh, where can they find you J-Lev. on Instagram yeah. and all that good stuff? Yes, sir, man. Instagram is at Josh Levitan. Um, again, uh, Apple Music, Spotify, all the music platforms is J-Lev. And then my TikTok is real J-Lev. So real J-Lev, yeah, okay. I've been, I've been trying to, you know, mess Real with quick the on the TikTok thing. What's going yeah. on with that? Are they getting rid of TikTok? You hear know. all those rumors going around right yeah. now? I heard it's done in like a couple of weeks or something. That's cool, bro. I ain't tripping. <laughs> I ain't worried Fair about nothing. Like, like Yo, it. I'll tell you, I was you, just bro. curious if yeah. you knew anything I didn't nah, know. I don't know, <laughs> man. I don't know. I'm just, I'm just having fun with it. I'm just trying to create. And like, that's another thing too, bro, about content creators. It's like, they get, they put themselves inside of a box. It's like, bro, it, it, like they, they give themselves a category and they feel like if they step outside of that category, they may lose followers. And then mm. now they're scared to post different shit. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like, bro, like I approach this shit as this is my story, right? This is my legacy. I'm going to look, I'm going to be able to look back in a couple years from now and be like, yo, look at all this cool shit I did. I went to this place. I went to this place. I was with this person, whatever, whatever. Like I, I, I did this, you know, like I'm in the fashion, bro. I'm in the music. I'm in the fitness. I'm in the motivational speaking, the podcast, whatever the case may be. Like I want to touch all of that shit. Like I don't want to just be put in a box, bro. I don't want to just be known for one thing. And I'm not scared to lose people along the way because if you don't fuck with me, then you're not going to fuck with me, bro. Let's cut the fat right right here, Boom. right here. You wow. know, like, let's just cut it. Let's If you're not, not going to rock with me the whole way, bro, it's cool. I don't even want you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's that's, that simple. That's like a life-changing mind shift, you know? Once yeah. you just stop giving a fuck about yeah. what anyone thinks about you, you know? And that's you, the toughest you just thing. Go, you kind of just start going like this. That's the hardest you thing. You do what's best for you, and you don't worry about what anyone else thinks. Absolutely, bro. I still fall into that trap myself. I still catch myself holding on to videos Everyone longer. does. Yeah. Everyone does. <laughs> yeah, it's tough, man. But you're, getting, you're pretty good at it, though. Yeah, <laughs> yeah as long as you're working on getting better at sure. it, bro. Like, sure. I, I have a bad habit of holding on to stuff longer than I should, whether it's a song. Like, I have a song done, and then I'll end up releasing it, like, fucking six months from after it's finished. And it's like, bro, the shit that I was talking about in that song at that moment, I'm not even going through anymore. You know what I'm saying? Which is still cool because people don't know that, but yeah. it's just, like, a habit, you know? So I'm breaking that habit. Sure. If I have, you know, workout videos or inspirational videos, instead of holding them out of fear that I won't get another one, or it won't do the numbers that I hope it does, mm. then I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm holding on to it out of fear, and it's like, bro, fuck that, just post it. The next Have one fun. will come. The next one if will come. If that one don't hit, the next one will hit. Yeah, it it's don't cool. Matter. So like, <laughs> when I go on my story and I talk, I talk this type of stuff to people. Like, it's a reminder to myself. I'm not saying I have all the answers, bro. Like, <laughs> I really don't. You know, but like I, I can talk through experience and I can help somebody because I go through this shit and I've been through it, mm. you know. So, you know, as, as long as I could give somebody a little piece of advice, a little piece of game, a little bit of something that they could take away, then my job is done. 
Yeah. Well, I For think real. you dropped a lot of gems today. Yeah. And I, I, mean, I think we're going to have to crazy. make one more trip back and get a workout in. Too. Yeah. yeah. I think in the next Let's few weeks, it, we're going to have to take a trip back, get a workout yeah, in. Absolutely. So, sure. yeah, listen, man, it's been great. You want anything else you want to tell the listening audience while we got you? Just J Love, yeah. Apple Music, Spotify. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When's the yeah. next big? Uh, when's the next song coming? I just finished a song. Um, what was it? Saturday. So don't um, hold on to it. Yeah, bro. Let just, it go. Yeah. Drop that shit. <laughs> <laughs> just trying to get the content right. You All know right. what I'm saying? Nice. And, yeah. And, um, and yeah, once I get that, bro, it'll be good to awesome, go. Awesome, man. I'm looking forward to bumping that shit on the way home. Appreciate it. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> All right, College Dropout Podcast. J Love, yes, we out. Let's get it. They say my killing's too blatant, you hesitating, I'm in your mama crib waiting, duct taping, your fam, destiny, lays in my hands, get lays in my waist, Francis, M to the is H, phenomenal.